the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Jason Allen Key. Welcome to Black Effect. This is, <laughs> oh no, nah, I'm playing. This is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Will Jacobs. <laughs> Jason, Jason Allen King, Brian Baltashevitz, Jason the man with three names, and Brian the man that sounds like he has three names. Really <laughs> names. And uh, Will Jacobs here with y'all. Uh, how you doing, fellas? Dynamite. Dynamite. Can't complain. I see you got the, was that a handkerchief around your neck? Yeah. You went heavy, heavy metrosexual on us this evening. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's wrong with this? I'm, I'm dressing up a t-shirt, man. Hey, Brian, the guy lose 10 pounds and all of a sudden he wears handkerchiefs <laughs> around his fucking neck. When man, you fat, as soon as you saw, saw me, this. you knew you were going to say that shit. You knew you'd it. Be, you'd be more likely to see Jason with one of them handkerchiefs hanging out his pocket like a blood or a crip <laughs> than you would have his neck. But now he's yeah. in shape, so he's, you know, you go and start pronouncing his name to Jason. Don't call hey, me. Hey, I'm not going to lie. It looks good. To you, I know it. Now, Brian, what do you think about it? I'm I'm okay with it. I think it. Listen, you know, he's at home. He's by himself. If he wants to wear a rag around his neck, he, he can do that. That's not exactly a ringing endorsement for the look. No, it's not. It's not. It's like when people talk about gays, gay marriage, and they go, uh, "Oh, well, I mean, you know, a man, woman, two donkeys." It's like, "Oh, what, what just happened? <laughs> man or man, a donkey, a fish? I don't care." Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Went a long way in those two sentences. Handkerchief, snot rag, whatever the fuck you want to wrap around there. That's you know, <laughs> fine. Oh man, so Brian, how was your week, man? How's everything going in your your world? You know what? It's been great. We we uh, you know, I it's funny because, uh, all right. So how much of our audience when Brian goes, things are going great. Goes oh, this motherfucker again. Well, Every week, something <laughs> now. Hold on, I'm going to I'm over. going to I'm going to couch this though. In a way, I was watching. I was watching something, and somebody said, "I can't even now remember." I would love to give credit to whoever it was, but I can't remember who it was now. They said that, like you know, everybody asks everybody, like, "How you doing? How are things? Everything okay?" And everyone goes, "Yeah, everything's okay, pretty much." Right. But none of us are okay, right? Like, none of us. Everybody is carrying around some baggage. Everybody's going through some stuff, and we're all like, "Oh yeah, it's fine. You know, we're gonna be. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything. You know, we're gonna. We're. It's great. It ain't great." Yeah, we'd be lying our asses off on the daily with that we one. We really do, right? So Somebody, we should just, always say great. Yeah, we should just embrace it. I can't even go outside. Yeah. How is this shit great? Yeah. I actually pre- prefer when people say great. Because the truth is, I don't really want to know. Right. <laughs> I, think I feel you're not hear mine. You don't want to hear about my not great shit going on. I really don't want to hear about yours either. Maybe. Can I, us? I don't know. Don't to, be, to, to piggyback on that point, can I be honest? If I say, how you doing real quick? And you go into some long diatribe about how you actually doing. Yeah, like do it's a little bit yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a little bit disrespectful. Like, 
you know, I wasn't here for five minutes. <laughs> like respect my time, just, you know, I respect literally my literally passing you in the hallway, literally yeah. walking. Right. Yeah. Like I wasn't even looking at you when I said it. So, you know, <laughs> I wasn't really here for the whole story. Wait till you hear this. I'm like, nah, I don't. <laughs> nah. Mm-hmm. That's no, I don't need to hear it. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> That's right. Although I will say, I think, I think small talk and things like that to me have sort of gone away a little bit. Everyone's, everyone's kind of focused right now. I, I, I've noticed that a little bit, like the, all your, all your kind of, everyone, it, Brian, to your point, everyone's kind of doing the, uh, you know, how's things. It's, it's a lot more of like, yeah, this yeah. shit, you know, yeah. everyone knows what you're talking about. I'm hearing a lot more of that kind of stuff, you know, yeah, I'm getting through this shit, whatever, you know, yeah. Now, for, appreciate. For, for, for the record, because I just want people to know, and I said this once on the podcast before, that is a clear indicator of how tough times are because the, the greeting you just described is how black folks have been saying it forever. They'd be like, how you doing? Man, like a hubcap on the highway, broke off, just trying to hang on, brother. Like shit, like we've been talking like that a long time. When yeah. you talk to white people, because usually you talk to white people, how's it going? Oh man, went hiking. Now you talk to white people, how you doing, man? Shh fucking hanging on brother that is how you know <laughs> not gonna lie i feel a little targeted there but yeah i appreciate what yeah. you're saying. it is right speaking of targeted jason you know who you look like oh, no. you look like you should be showing somebody their brand new renovated room <laughs> oh really <laughs> like you should yeah. be like and here it is with that chip on the neck yeah here oh. you go <laughs> speak we, we go we go we go go back to that come back to that later because that's my because i got a new segment I wanted to. Now we've had a lot of new segments, and I mostly only do them once. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, the moment leaves me. I'll be honest. The moment leaves. Well, you got You know, one, you did it. It's time to move on. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to go where my heart takes me with That's this. Exactly thing. right. Good That's move. the only truth. That's what the authenticity is. So <clears throat> now, I got this thing called Clip of the Week, where I, because I often find myself looking at a clip somewhere on Twitter somewhere on uh, social media that is hilarious to me for a hundred different reasons. And, you know, being a comedian, you're thinking about a bunch of reasons the average person probably doesn't highlight that this is funny because things we see in the same way an artist can see something and see colors. I always say this, musicians hear things we don't hear, comedians see things we don't see. So I'm gonna take my clip of the week and tell you, because you'll see the obvious stuff, but there are a couple observations here that are uh, additional reasons that this thing is hilarious. So we're going to have a little bit of fun with that later in the show. So looking forward to that, because yeah. I've, I've seen a whole lot of these home makeover shows and I have never seen a reaction like <laughs> one like like this one. So I will just I will just leave it at that. But yeah, uh, so uh, we, but um I, I wanted to update everybody too on my paternity leave because I don't think I mentioned this last time, but I went on paternity leave from my job uh, for a month. So I have about another two and a half weeks left and people have asked me what I'm doing with my time. Am I doing shows? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not doing any shows. I'm not in anybody's parking lot saying anything where I am is at the docks. I'm a fisherman now. So I go out like three, four days a week. I got I put my boots on. I put my, well, not boots, shoes now. The boots was hurting. But I put my shoes on. I put my jeans, my, you know, my, my top. 
and I'm out there like 5.30 in the morning searching for, for fish in Lake Wiley. You're getting up at, at before 5.30 in the morning to go yeah. fishing. I'm up about, yeah, about 4, 4.30. What is, what's the, what's the newborn and the child and the, the mother well, doing when you're, when you're doing that? Just asking because I know. Be, be, being the reason I'm up at 4 in the morning. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm up and able to go. He doesn't even tell him. He doesn't even tell anybody. He's just like out the house, yep. slowly closes the door. Right, exactly. I mean, yep. I could be up sitting around doing nothing at four because the baby don't woke me up, or I could go fishing. Sneaking out of the house while Sandra's probably feeding him. Well, she, she she knows. That's my little, you know, I'm a morning dude anyway, so... Oh, you know that's, that's no, so I get out there. I get out there on the water, man. That little mist is You're coming a up. Person, I have a bigger issue with that than anything you've said so far. Really? Oh, oh man, God. yeah. Morning is my time, man. That's I hop out of bed. That's a character flaw, buddy. That yeah, is you know, we'll you know we're friends here. You don't have to lie to us. <laughs> no, no I don't hop out of bed. You're right. <laughs> my feet well, I thought for much. sure that like. Like you know, when the kids are up and Saunders feeding the kid, you're sneaking out of the house, pushing the car out of the driveway, <laughs> hopping in while it's rolling down the street. No, no, I didn't, you, know, you know, it's not an escape. Uh, Look at that picture because I liked where you're going. I just had to call you out on that. No, 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 it's all good. Um, so, uh, the baby's, you know, in it kind of starts going around four in the morning, four thirty. Wait, baby wakes up a few times a night, but. Uh, there's guaranteed one time at around four or something in the morning. So I usually get up, uh, give him a bottle, uh, rock him back to sleep. And then um, my other son, a lot of times, tries to come in our bedroom and climb into bed, too. So I, I got to be like a Border Patrol agent and stop him uh, constantly. And Because when he climbs into bed, I know I'm going on a tangent, but when my son climbs into bed, he one of them kids that, you know, he don't sleep vertical, right? He like horizontal. He got his legs all different ways, you, you know, Jimmy legs. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they going and going. I can't sleep, you know, so I just like you got to sleep in your bed. So I'm always stopping him, taking him back. So anyway, all this is happening around four in the morning. So my paternity leave hit. And, and that was much rougher when I had to go to work in the morning because you're doing all that stuff at four or five in the morning. And you got to get up at eight and go to meetings. So now that I got this month off, I'm able to sleep a little bit, but I ain't using that time to sleep. I'm out on the lake. So I get up uh, crack of dawn for some in the morning. Like I said, doing all that stuff with the kids. And then I'm headed out to a Copperhead Island or uh, McDowell Nature Preserve. One of these entry points for Lake Wiley where you can fish from the docks. I'm out there. Uh, I bring my little chair out there. I got these little peanut butter and jelly Lunchables I start buying. The Uncrustables. Have y'all had these? Uh, no, I'm no. an adult. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something, brother. And that's what I said. Hey, man, I take no offense. I said the same thing before I, before I was familiarized. OK, I said the same Indoctrinated. thing. Indoctrinated. I, I said, I'm a grown up. I don't need nothing with I don't need nothing. Ubbles. I don't eat Ubbles. I don't eat nothing with Ubbles on it. I'm grown. Right. No, not even crunch. I don't eat crunch. I don't lunchables, crustables, nunables. Nothing with the crust cut off. <laughs> with the crust cut off. I'm grown, right? I feel you on that. I'm not even, I feel you on that. But I'm telling you, you take one by these damn things and the game's, it's a game changer. Cause then you, you just, you got snacks on the go, right? So I bring two of them things on the lake. I could fish for four or five hours. 
shoot, bang down two of them uncrustables. I'm not even hungry. I'm ready to keep it in the water. Wait, you're saying two packages or two individual two, servings? Two, two little packets. They come in these little packets. Yeah. So, two, okay. So right. two of the sandwiches, two of the little little sandwiches. Gotcha. Yeah. But Jason, I'm telling you, man, you come on. How about this? For next week, y'all got to try Uncrustable. No. Right. No, I come on, Jason. I'll do it. I'll do it. See, y'all down. I'm Brian, now come on, Malto. Be flexible, you know. Try new things. Bob, I'll shoot it down, but I'll back off and I'll try it. You know, I ain't scared. Where do you find them? Like where the baby food is in the store? Oh, where do you find see them? that? See, you know what I'm saying? Where do you find them? Oh, yeah. Is you it know, like, I'm gonna it... sidestep that little jab. You <laughs> find it. You actually is it in a jar? Well, how do you? <laughs> Where do you get them? All sides to the jam. That's fun. Is there a nipple on the package? <laughs> you know what? I knew I would encounter this. Okay. Because I did all these same things. Yeah. When my buddy, when my buddy shouts out to Daryl Smith, y'all know Daryl. Yeah, I know Daryl. Uh yeah, he would want to put me on to him. And uh I, I ever since then. So anyway, I got my okay, so I got my uncrustables. Okay. I'm out there, got my chair out, got my coffee. Uh, maybe a little weed depends on the morning, <laughs> but, but the, but the water, but the mist is coming off the water. You are sitting back mm. and it's like so peaceful. And so even when the fish aren't biting, just that hour or two in the morning is just as peaceful as it, everything is quiet. And particularly for me in a house with so much constantly going on, that is just the moment in the day where I can get centered and then get ready and come back and be dad, husband, lawyer, all this other stuff. Yeah. So even when I don't catch fish, I'm having a great time because I got my music going. Uh, you know, I'm sitting out there. I might have a little Curtis Mayfield or some of my old stuff. And uh, I'm just out there in the morning grooving. And it's just me. Nobody's out there yet. The only people that are out there have boats. So they they take off. So the only one out there is me. Uh, and that's the. You know, that's the peaceful. Now, there are parts of it that annoy me, but that shit doesn't happen till later in the day. <laughs> it's peaceful in the morning. So because so, I go because I go back, I, I go out for a couple of hours. I come home. I take my son to school and I go back to the lake. Yeah. So, you know, so my mornings are are they're a little similar. So I'm a single guy. So I get up and it's late morning and uh, it's quiet. And then I'll go walk into a couple spare bedrooms and there's nobody in there. It's real, it's nice, it's quiet. This just feel good about all the decisions I've made in my life, you know? I might get I might get a little weed out. <laughs> no there's no kids I'll, to hide it from. I'll go sit. I'm not hiding from anything. I'm hiding from everybody else's house. Leave it on the kitchen table. <laughs> I haven't even clothes on yet, man. I mean, I have, there's nothing going on. Meanwhile, I'm huddled over in the garage like I'm rubbing for heat. <laughs> Just to smoke me a little something. No, I understand it, man. Certain times in our life, we look around at other people and we're like, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I made some good right. decisions that's to be where I'm at right now. So that's that's just what I'm hearing is like good for you and what you got going on. And I feel feel good for me too. So. Yeah, but then you know, one day, man, look, you're 90 years old. Yeah. The only one in the room with you is that 30 year old that's you're paying to hang around you. I still feel good about what everything you're saying. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm so all right. Well, Brian, you ain't gonna that ain't gonna be you. Oh, I ain't gonna be 90. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> well, I'm not too much. Of <laughs> what are you kidding me? Ryan, you're like, how tall are you? <laughs> six, eight. Yeah, yeah no, there won't be. Tall, tall people age in dog years. What are we talking Jason, about? You we got want... four more years with Brian. That's it. <laughs> Don't you? You go one day, you go want people to give it somebody to be there. Because everybody, here's the thing. You can say people care about me now, but a lot of people that care about us now going to die around the same time as us. So half of them going to be going anyway. But these young people, who going to be the young people that care? Because you, you got to be Kevin Hart, really. If you're not going to have kids, you got to be Kevin Hart to have young people give a shit when you die. See, what I've learned is nobody gives a shit about you once you're after a certain age anyway. So we're all going to be in the same boat. Oh, Jason. That's dark. I know. I know it's oh, dark. Jason. My yeah. kids are going to be talking about me forever. <laughs> if you're lucky, they'll talk about you. <laughs> I'm also part of a really big family. So that's kind of the, that's the other thing. I'm, I, got a, I got a lot of pain in my future. I'm aware of that. <laughs> you know wow. what? And J- Jason is talking this stuff and he just going, he's going to be the one with 22 grandkids cluttering up the damn hospital room. No. Watch, watch, Brian. And he's going to adopt 10 more. <laughs> he's already got the Brad Pitt handkerchief. He's mm-hmm. on his way to go into foreign countries taking kids. He's, he's on his way. This, this handkerchief is guaranteed to make sure I'm alone for a lot longer than I want to be. That's what that Jason, is. that handkerchief says so much. Dude, that handkerchief says that you help out during disasters, but you make sure to get pictures <laughs> right. for Instagram. That's right. That's <laughs> yes. you wear that. You're like, I have done something important as far as I'm concerned. Right. Can't That's you see Jason with one like pair of wet cargo pants with one foot on a boat and 100%. one foot pulling somebody over. Yeah, you can yep. see it, right? Yeah. With like a stray dog in his... Oh, he this guy, I mean, this guy thinks yeah. he's Sean Penn. I mean, it's all <laughs> over him. It's all over. Look at his, look, you know, you notice how his, his shirt sleeves are like maybe two inches shorter than they normally are? You're calling it all right, man. Clothes <laughs> fit me now. You lose a this, couple pounds and then you buy clothes. You're like, oh, I was buying shirts that were too big. This guy is doing push-ups <laughs> and... Shirts. Jason, be honest with be honest with us. I love you when I think you're lying, man. <laughs> I was by. I'm not going to argue with it. That were too big. We are two weeks from Jason doing all of his push-ups over top of a mirror. We're two weeks from this, man. You've been watching me or something? What's going on? <laughs> How are you getting so close? This Zoom link. It's on all the time. You should know that we can see everything. (laughs) Shit, I got to put something over the... (laughs) See, see, normally Jason being fit would annoy me much more than it does. But I I fish. So, you know, I'm look, I'm there with all the other fat guys. We out there eating sausage sandwiches and shit. Right, right. Drinking coffee. It's blue collar. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, Will, do you actually catch anything when you're out there? funny you should ask <laughs> uh well so far i uh i've caught i caught a, f- a one ounce uh stick fish okay. uh <laughs> i actually have a picture of me holding it up uh because because i'm like i told i told my wife i said look i don't give a fuck what comes out of this water i'm taking a picture with it because it, because it was obvious fish weren't coming so at, so at a point, I just because at, at a point, I'm just like, you're, you're out there for hours. And it's like, all right, like, did the stay at home order apply underwater? Like, did, are the fish fucking it, coming it out? Does. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> are the fish being forced to stay at home? Because because it's been a problem. But uh, let me see. I got I got. Yeah, here it is. Me and my maybe you guys can see it. That's me and my stick fish right there. There's your, yeah, oh, there look it is. nice. Excellent. That's a beauty. 
Yeah, that's my. That's how long? How long did you fight with that one? Caught that with a, a spinning bait lure from uh, Bill Dance. <laughs> yeah, how long did it take you to reel that in? How long? How long did that fun fight you? Oh man, uh, seconds at least. <laughs> yeah, seconds. So okay, wait. So so, how many times have you been fishing? Ballpark. Since how about you're... ten. Ten times. All right. Mm-hmm. And you caught how many fish? I caught one stick and a do rag <laughs> that Jason now has around his neck. That I, um, Jason, that I gave to Jason <laughs> that he's wearing on his neck for the podcast. No. So you okay? Can you really call it fishing then? I call it wishing. Yeah. Uh, that works better. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're just you're just loitering on a dock. Really is what you're doing. I'm just enjoying the morning. Okay. <laughs> I'm more than I be look, it's like look okay. Some people go and just sit by the water. I'm yeah. sitting by the water with like a five percent chance of catching a fish. <laughs> well, that seems high. Jason you know, goes he, and hikes, he don't have a chance of catching nothing but but poison ivy. Yeah, but he's <laughs> getting jacked in your head. He said what? <laughs> he's getting jacked. Yeah, look what look at look at what did what it yeah. did to him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Handkerchief Charlie over here. Got <laughs> A little douchey. I won't. I won't lie. I'm, I'm serious, and he wore I'm, it for the I'm, podcast. I'm all right. I'm all right with that. I'm okay. Do you tie it? Like, is there a way you tie it? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is there like a standard way to like you know? I don't how know. To tie it's it? just how I tie okay. it. Yeah. Because I don't have just... this, all the thing hanging down and all this. <laughs> yeah. Where, like... It's not an ascot. It's. <laughs> yes, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I, so what's great is I knew I was going to catch shit for it because I, you know, I go, I was just with my family for the weekend. Oh, and did I you do this around them? Yeah, yeah, of course. Your brothers killed you. It was, it's pretty brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> and, and I'm glad they did, really. Yes, yeah, yeah deservedly so. 100%. They should, they should have. <laughs> and they did. I've got three older brothers and about oh. 10 cousins, all dudes, oh. and I just yeah. got lambasted. And that's, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> And you hear to wear it another day. That's right. They get to be them, and I get to be me. So, are you, is this a stage look? You gonna bring this on the stage? Uh maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly getting a lot of laughs. So, sure. That's, that's hey, anything for a laugh these days. <laughs> we'll just sell out. So that if so that if it's not going well, you can pull that, get a little air. Like, like, hang on a second, everybody. What's that? Need to move in here. Go ahead and snatch that chiff off and then we'll hand a little bit. <laughs> warm it up in here. <laughs> when you're out, do you wear that and a mask when you're out? Because that feels like. Yeah. 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 What do you, you, you know, if you do anything well, you should get paid for it, Brian. So if you want some advice on this stuff, you can go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, so, so I, me- I meant to ask you, man, tell us um, about uh, Crowder's Mountain, at least me. I haven't talked to you about it because I've been thinking about going down there to do some walking, hiking, you know, my little morning thing. And I know you've been going. So what's that experience yeah. been like for you? Crowder's Crowder's is great, actually. There's uh, there's quite a few. I mean, there's miles and miles of trails up there. Um, I think the main one that people know about, there's, there's two routes up Crowder's Mountain. And I can't remember the name of the entrance. But one is sort of a longer, I would say, you know, call it the easier one. None of them. I mean, it's you can do it but you're climbing a mountain for sure and then there's sort of the the back stairs which is a much more direct route but it's you're going up that one's much more challenging that one's really fun but one thing i wanted to mention so i just did something really exciting uh this past week i went up and i rode the virginia creeper trail Mm. 
which What's was it called? Virginia Creeper. The Virginia Creeper. Creeper Trail. It's somewhat of a of a famous trail. It's like they call it Rails of Trails, and it's it's 34 miles of uh, basically an old uh, rail line that went from not just these areas, but Abington, Virginia, up to this town called White Top. And uh, yeah, man, I went and did 34 miles on my bike. Uh, went up by myself, went the night before, had a really nice meal at this nice restaurant that was built in like 1769. So it's really old historic little town. And yeah, man, it was one of the, I'm really proud of it. Did that 34 miles, 1600 or so uh, elevation. I climbed it and came back and um, it was awesome, man. Well, any, uh, there's a lot of amazing trails. Pardon me? Is it weird at all being by yourself? Are you ever worried or is, is it scary? No, nothing? Not, nothing like that at all. This was main, really mainly why I wanted it to be kind of a solo thing, but there's a lot of people on the trails. Not, not, a, not a distracting amount, but you're never really, I don't think there's any danger or anything about it. This is, uh, you're in the woods, but you, you, are, you go through little towns and, and things like that. So, you know, some of it crosses people's personal property. That they oh, have, Lord. They have and I'm black. And this is a ride I can do. <laughs> yeah. The more you keep talking, I'm like, this shit don't sound like something I can do. No, I, I, there was black people on the trail. That's right. They was crossing yards. <laughs> That's right. There's some black people I need to meet. <laughs> every every so often, crossing yards in Virginia. That's yeah. boy. This is all right now. Okay, so okay. so everything was cool. So you so you saying that black people can do this too? Absolutely, they can. Okay, because sometimes right. you know, sometimes white people tell you about something like, "Oh, you just I just ride through the South." You gotta <laughs> ask, like, "Hold on, take a second. Can everybody do this shit, or is it just a you one?" So this sounds like anybody could do it. Yeah, yeah, anybody could do it. Yeah, there right. are parts of the trail, Will, that for black people are really more of a jogging trail than a than a, hiking trail. <laughs> than a jog. Because <laughs> parts you want to get through quicker. You, you may right. want to move. Yeah, yeah just for, yeah. There's signs to pick up your pace here, slow down. You're fine. <laughs> I think I'm gonna just stick with Crowder's Mountain. And Never you think. <laughs> yeah, Crowder's Mountain is a, is a lot is a lot of fun. And there's there's so many different trails you can go to, and all skill levels. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not some any like a great hiker or anything, but it, it is fun to go. Uh, so then you just, is there a main entry point or there's two, there's two main entrances, but I don't remember what they're called. Um, but there's two sort of, uh, we'll call them starting points. They connect, but you don't have to do that. The, the trail system is really uh, well marked. So you don't have to worry about getting lost or anything like that. Although it does happen. Um, really? I've certainly gone <laughs> actually me and Todd Riley and his girlfriend, we went hiking and we missed a turn. What? Oh shit! And ended up doing, like we ended up doing like like eight or nine or ten miles or something. The one, and we ended up on the other. We ended up we started at one entrance, ended at the other entrance, and we're like, that was like ten miles. We're not walking ten miles back. <laughs> we had a ranger give us a ride <laughs> to our car. God, <laughs> totally true. We were a mess. We were exhausted. We were like, what have we done? We are not good enough at this. I can only imagine how funny you and Todd Riley being lost is. <laughs> That's got to be funny. There was a lot of questions. It's like, you know where we're going? Nah, you know? No, we don't. Let's ask That's, you know, and all and a lot of the women listening right now are like, That's what happens when men lead stuff. <laughs> right. Because you didn't mention you didn't mention his lady, you know, charting the route. And if that doesn't happen, then this is the kind of shit that happens. <laughs> it started with, you know what we should do? That's just your first mistake. <laughs> yeah, me, we, we, me and my wife had this conversation the other day because men, 
anytime guys plan something, there's some critical piece of the shit that we didn't account for. Right. Where, you know, women, women have like Excel spreadsheets to go on a trip. So if my wife and her girlfriends go somewhere, the most one of them forgot is some lip gloss. Like, <laughs> girl, I forgot my lip gloss. Well, you know, I keep my strawberry lip gloss. Let me grab mine. They still got lip gloss. OK, men do shit like so you ain't got a passport. Yes. I told you we was going to the British Open. You, oh, you oh, you thought it was in America this year. That's what you, you thought this year they was doing it here. Men forget shit like that. Like like we go into the game and I didn't bring the tickets like yeah. that's the kind of, women. Women forget shit that is a minor inconvenience. Men forget shit that cancels the trip. They ruin the trip. <laughs> this, 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 we, can't, we can't go now. We can't go now. That's <laughs> yeah. So have you ever done this? You get you get you're with your lady and she asks like, well, did you bring the the whatever? And you're like, uh, you want me to do that? She's like, I knew you wouldn't. That's why I brought it. It's like, no, god damn it. Oh, well, you saved the day again, son of a bitch. That has happened 100% to me. So anytime, if you plan a trip, I don't care if it's a guy's trip, involve women in the planning involve them i know sometimes you feel like it's annoying and you you being nagged it'll save your life i'm telling you men just planning shit exclusively gonna be a problem look at the country men running shit exclusively is a problem it's a problem yeah, yeah. and then you got new zealand crushing it lady prime how minister about, how about that i mean is she i mean they love her yeah yeah She's and they said it was a lot of it was because because of how she's handled coronavirus. hundred percent. Yeah. Meanwhile, she doesn't want her kids crawling all over the place. She's over here doing like, you know, saving the world, you know, one country at a time with one kid hanging off of her arm. She's feeding the kid and putting it to bed. You know, it's like this lady's amazing. This is where a Republican goes, just like Justice Barrett. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she's got more kids. I don't want her. Don't. Look at my, <laughs> my charges. I'll tell you that. Let me tell you something. No, they said, they said, they said that, that, that uh, our Democrats going to pack the court. Uh, that shit would look like a can of sardines if I was. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, there's 33 now. <laughs> <laughs> this know, is a Supreme Conference. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't in court no more. As an attorney, I'd be curious about your take on that. Said the court ruled 36 to 25 <laughs> in overtime. <laughs> these five were the, no, these were the 10 pivotal votes. <laughs> There's more pivotal votes than justices in my court. Because <laughs> I mean, look, it look, I'm just, I got to keep it real, man. If you, if, if we play in a game, any game, and you establish early on that you ain't going to play by the rules of the game. What the fuck do I look like if I'm not going to get up from the table and quit playing the game? If I'm going to keep playing the game, what do I look like not cheating too? You know, I, I just it's like playing football where we ain't going to wear helmets. Whatever y'all, <laughs> I, I saw this saying once, and I'm and I and I it is so funny to me because it applies to, at times like this. Someone said, "Listen, <laughs> I mirror people's energy. Okay, so you decide how we act in the day." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Once Mitch McConnell started this bullshit, 
All bets are off. All this stuff about the Democrats trying to prop up and hold up the institution while these bastards take a chainsaw to it. We're going to really flip the shit when I get in. So I hope I, I, I'm interested to see uh, what happens here, because at this point, I know uh, learn the lessons from 2016, blah, 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 blah. Donald Trump's going to get his ass kicked. This isn't going to be very close. And the only question is how many people are coming with him? Right. How many senators is he taking with him? How many congressmen is he taking with him? So, I mean, those are questions that we're asking now. I'm beyond him winning or losing. That shit's over. Yeah, no. The when he sneaks is... out of the when he sneaks out of the White House in the middle of the night after <laughs> Election Day, who's he taking with him? Mm-hmm. That's right. what. Who's he? I would, you know, I, I was thinking about the other day. It's like if Donald Trump loses, there's going to be a lot of Republicans out there who are claiming they were under the imperious curse. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. It's a joke for. <laughs> Not very many people here, but maybe not who listen to this podcast, but it's a solid <laughs> bit. You know, I can't. No, our demo, our listeners, all about Harry Potter. All, they're totally. That's when, when the Will finally understands what I was just saying. A, he had no idea it was even Harry Potter. <laughs> I said, Jason, I said this last week. You weren't here, but they had this. When you when you black, uh, there's a different standard for this kind of stuff. You can't just. Like <laughs> they had this one dude uh, that was on this like CNN or one of these shows where they have the undecided voters that they want to talk to. Right. They got this panel sitting up there and there's always this racially mixed group. And there's people that, you know, they sit there listening, doing this the whole time, you know, like they're really pondering shit. And then at the end of it, they asked them who they voting for, what they think. So anyway, about a week ago, they had one and it was a brother sitting there, black dude. And he said, uh, yeah, I'm undecided. I, I want to see what the candidates say at this debate here, uh, because I think that may decide my vote. <laughs> and I was talking to somebody else, one of my friends, and they said, listen, if you black, OK, and you sitting here just a week ago talking about I'm undecided. He said, "Nah, bro, you decided. <laughs> Ain't no undecided. Yeah. You decided, <laughs> and, and, and people talk about you like, "Oh yeah, you, <laughs> oh Sean Coonery over here." That's the UK. <laughs> 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 Holy shit! <laughs> oh Sean Coonery at the booth. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta, you know. I mean, you gotta vote the right way. I, that's what that you know when people say black, you know, sometimes we mean black, black, like you know. You have like diversity trainers and stuff, and they bring a black guy on, and you hear him talking. It's like that's the wrong black guy. These people aren't going to learn a thing from him. <laughs> that happened to be that happened to be a few weeks back. I was sitting on this call. This brother came on there, and listen, I don't judge anybody. You know, love who you love. I've always believed that, and I know I sound like I'm about to say some messed up shit. But he had a white, <laughs> but he had a white wife. He had a white wife. Now that doesn't mean he can't be as as you know, as as thoughtful and as profound about these issues as anyone else. OK, but my antennas are up. That's what I'm saying is that my antennas are up at this point. What is this conversation going to be about? Because you do find sometimes that these conversations between sometimes students that went to majority white colleges, black students that went to other type of schools where, you know, around other black kids where we weren't made to feel insecure, where people weren't trying to touch in our hair and shit, stuff that happens at these white schools you hear all the time. So sometimes folks matriculate through that system and they come out with this sort of warped, not necessarily prideful sense of self. 
and you get these folks. So black, just because you black don't mean like it, Clarence Thomas is black. Herman Cain was black. It, every black ain't the kind of black I'm talking about for the progress we need. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> when he sat on there and started talking and he started talking about like microaggressions and all this shit. And then he said, if you see something, say something like it's a fucking bag at the airport. I said, no, this is not how we need to be talking about race. So just because you have somebody there doesn't mean you have the right one there. Like we have to we have to digest these things in a different way. Like the first thing, just quickly, the first thing we talk about race and people solving these things in the workplace is put yourself around black people. Like, that's the thing. Like a lot of the ways that I've evolved, even when it comes to uh uh, homosexuality and, and the ways I've had to evolve. I used to be one of, you know, have some ignorant stuff myself years ago, you know, but like once I started getting to know people and getting around people, like I had to grow the hell up. And like, that's what it takes. It takes putting yourself in certain situations. It takes being in a restaurant and not leaving when too many black people come in. Cause that's what a lot of y'all do. So like immerse yourself in situations. You can tell white people that are comfortable around black people. You can tell people that have put the time in and invested maybe consciously or unconsciously in being around people different than themselves. And you can see the comfort level, just like I'm comfortable around white people because I've had to be around them and because I've chosen to be around them. So that that's what it comes from. It's not if you see it over there, go confront it. What the hell does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> what does it even what does it mean if you see something? So say what? And to who? Yeah. And to who? And to who? So, yeah, so tweet about it. So that's gonna, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like every, every, you know, just somebody's, you know, I, so anyway, as I don't even know how we got, Oh, were yeah, we talking about know. politics? Sure. Yeah. So anyway, Probably. That, yeah. I, I, I'm sure that was a valid point. <laughs> We'd have to listen through the tape, but take a break. Cause I'm so curious. And, and excited. Oh, clip of the week coming up. Yeah, the clip of the week. And also there's one thing I want to talk about too. So we'll let we'll, we'll, yeah, let's take no. it. That's right. Brian was talking about that segment. One thing I want to talk about too. So we got clip of the week and one thing I want to talk about too coming up next. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your in-person or virtual appointment today at orthocarolina.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag International Podcast Day to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. Time, y'all. It's time. 
It's time for the segment we've all been waiting for that you just found out about two minutes ago. <laughs> it's time for Will Jacobs Clip of the Week. Ooh. Week, week, week. I need an echo for my joint, uh, Brian. Can we do that at a point? I'll see what I can do. Thank you. So uh, this, to set a little background for the audience, my clip of the week this week uh, is a clip from the TLC show. I don't know what the hell the name of the show is, but it's a, it's a show on TLC where apparently they surprise people with made-over rooms. So the person leaves, uh, they come back, and the person, whoever it is, the host, they've redone the room, and they surprise the person with a redone room in the house and usually the reaction is oh this is so lovely and they love it and that's usually what happens this one was a bit different uh this is the clip new room what the f <laughs> what hell to the no i'm sorry <laughs> where is the pool table the pool table right is right there this is just a topper it comes right off okay So it's great for your grandson, and it's you know multi-purpose. I'm about to pee myself, literally. You're about to what? Pee myself. <laughs> okay. Something else I really want you to see is they did do a really cool bar over here. Your old cabinets and shelving things that they've retrofitted and recreated out to make a whole bar this, area. This is fine. I love, I love this, but. All I asked for was a prince room. She got her, your little red Corvette in here. Oh, mm, the walls got to go. This is disgusting. <laughs> we got a lot of work to do. Crystal was concerned that you wouldn't she like it. She should be. <laughs> so, Will. Wow. <laughs> the show's uh, Trading Spaces, by the way, on TLC. So that clip's probably really old because Trading Spaces was off the air and then came back for a little while. Couple questions for you. Jesus. What was the name of her friend? Was it Stacy or Tracy or whatever the hell her friend? Crystal? Chris, sure, let's go with that. <laughs> How much trouble will... You're married to a black woman. How much trouble is, is this Crystal person in? The white lady? The, well, no. whoever the whoever the person who did the design or who did the the makeover of the room, how much trouble is she in? Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you know how much trouble <laughs> you know how much trouble you can tell she's in because the husband's reaction is what. You gotta <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's the part of the video. That was my next question. Yeah. The <laughs> husband's reaction, and see, and see, this is one of those that. Uh, transcends race. Uh, it gets a little more race specific when you're trying to get refunds and shit. Uh, black women are black belts at getting refunds. But this is something more general. When they, when the woman, whether to say yes to the dress or one of these show, one of these things, when they don't like it, uh, and the man's with them, and he just start giggling like that, yeah. you really fucked up. Yeah. Okay, because because the thing about that giggle is because see that man is giggling because number one 
he's experienced that wrath before. <laughs> right. so, so it's just like when you're a little kid and your cousin get his ass beat and you'd be laughing because it ain't your ass getting beat. I was just saying, this time it's not his fault. This time, this for once, for once, it ain't me she's telling I don't like this shit. Yeah. For once. So now he just get to stand back and, and watch the show. For once, he's not a part of the show. He so looks this- so happy. <laughs> he looks so happy. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> He just like he just like a kid, like, ooh, you go. <laughs> he literally put his hands together. It's like he was getting ready for like warming his hands at a fire. It was amazing. <gasps> he said he was warming his hands. <laughs> Y'all got to see this. On TV. They're recording this right now. Yeah, so for, for those listening, you heard the audio of the disappointed lady and the uh, home makeover person. You did not hear the husband. So visually, what you have to picture, if you don't look at the clip, is the husband is standing there snickering the whole damn time. Because he knows from, first of all, before his wife says anything, he knows she don't like the shit. He's been hearing her preferences for 20 years. (laughs) He knows knows off top she, the woman fucked it up. So he's he's already giggling. So now he just gets to sit back and see what level his wife climbs to. Yeah. Because he knows that that's coming. It's the, I mean, that's just like, it's just priceless. Because Christmas morning, that guy is experiencing Christmas morning right exactly. before our eyes. He, he knows. He, and he the, asked for the bike. He knows it's downstairs. And they the, and, wrap it up. And the white lady, and the, I don't know her name. I wish I knew her name, but I, I just got to call the white lady. I can't wait. Hold on. Paige Davis. Paige Davis? Yeah. So Paige, okay, Paige gonna keep trying to tell her. Well, 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 why don't you take a look at this? Well, why don't you take a look at this? Listen, nice that bar over here, yeah. that, that train sailed. <laughs> she ain't gonna like. She, you could open it up and have that shit from Finding Neverland out there. <laughs> that ship has sailed. So to hear her continue to go, well, if you look over here, there's a table. And, and this is the shit that killed me. What she said. And it's got a little Corvette on it, you know, for Prince. You know, you said you wanted a Prince room. Right, yeah, that was my favorite part. There's a lot to love in the clip, but I love like all I wanted was a Prince room. And like, well, she this put a, woman put a goddamn hot box. wheel on the coffee table. So now <laughs> when people see room. that, I mean, naturally, they're going to think Prince. Bitch, <laughs> what? <laughs> I swear, I'm what? pretty sure the lady went, mm. Right. Right. <laughs> she, she made a prince room, wasn't shit in there purple. Right. Wasn't shit in there purple. Wasn't shit in there purple. Right. Put a matchbox. It had like little leaves. And I think that was from that uh what album was that that Prince had? Uh uh Paisley Park. Some of that like leaf artwork and stuff on the walls. I think it's maybe from some print stuff. Yeah, it's a stretch. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, she I said all I, I got for you. She yeah. said I'm gonna beat myself. I can't <laughs> believe that. But they put a close up on that damn wall like it meant something. And yeah. I, <laughs> maybe it didn't. But whatever it was, that woman. Um, and here's the let me tell you the last thing about this husband, okay? Because <laughs> you see the husband giggling the whole time, but what the audience never hears is the husband say anything. Nothing. Because mm-hmm. the husband knows that saying something, you know, some old shit like. You know, well, come on, honey. I mean, it's not that bad. You know, we can work with it. Now you part of the show, okay? Yeah. Whatever she's going to come back and do to that room, she's going to do to your ass because you <laughs> interjected yourself in some shit. He knows. <laughs> he knows. I'm going to enjoy it. 
but I'm gonna shut my fucking mouth <laughs> because I, I don't want none of this smoke over here. And 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 just the woman couldn't let it go. She took that woman to every corner of the room. And then finally they get to the bar. <laughs> and she goes, uh, you know, she's like this, this, and this, and what is this shit over here? And then, then, then. and she goes, now the bar is okay. Okay. The bar is okay. <laughs> then they panned the camera around. But the other 95% of this shit. And then she's back. It was just fan. It's just we got a lot of work to do. Oh, we yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, we, got, we got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. I mean, we're tearing all this shit out. Everything yeah. you did is garbage. We're getting rid of it. She just told a whole network Tonight. what they finna do. <laughs> Tonight. Where's the pre- who's the president of TLC? Call him. Because we got a lot of work to do. Was it uh Lisa? Who was it? Who who's it? who's that? The president of TLC, wasn't it? Lisa? Uh, left eye, Lisa left, left eye Lopez. Yeah, Lisa left eye, wasn't oh, she? Is it really? That no, was yeah, that was the president of TLC. No. That was the R and B R and B group TLC. You guys talk about yeah, the network. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the R&B. It was a. I was making a joke. I'm on the black the only, network the, now. This, Will. The, oh, I, I forgot. <laughs> I, I have you, my finger on the pulse of the black. You community. you you were ahead of me on that one. I, I, I'm trying to catch up to you now. <laughs> See, you like one of these basketball players. You went home. You went home over summer and got a fadeaway. I didn't know. You didn't tell me you were working on one. So, I, 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 but I'm, I'm with you now. I'm with you next week, yeah, okay. We're gonna have two handkerchiefs on here. Okay. You guys are stepping uh, it up. Hang on now. This is my thing. Don't don't get in the way. Of don't. Do, no, Jason, you don't you have to worry of, about that from me, Jason. After after my career, then your career. You got a lot of nerve saying this is my thing. <laughs> in a room I'm in. That's no, I'm fair. kidding. That's actually so. So that's yeah. So that was my clip of the week. Uh, again, it was funny for so many different reasons. Do yourselves a favor, Brian. Is that do you know the name that they can search for? Uh, I'm sure if you if you just search for uh, you know TLC uh, TLC, what is this shit? Yeah. yeah oh hell no. Prince room. That'll uh, do. Prince room probably. Let me see. Hold on. And folks, um, the woman's reaction was not over the top. I don't know much about interior design, but that room was a shit show. You hear me? It was. And when I posted on Facebook, a bunch of the people in the comments were like, what the hell was that room? No one's going to be surprised that I do like shows like that. That was garbage. That was garbage. <laughs> we used to, my, yeah, my wife and I used to watch uh, Trading Spaces all the time. Yeah, I like shows. Like that was, so that was, were, yeah. that was objectively garbage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That room was, was There was, was no, yeah, yeah, there was no design to that. It, it, it felt like Style. that. Yeah. So that's so Brian. Uh, you have a new segment. I already forget the name of it, but you said something. You was gonna yeah, say something. I don't even remember. But uh, uh, my favorite thing of the week so far has been uh, Jeffrey Tubin's explanation of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> tube so, steak. I forgot so, about the tube steak. So look, I've spent the majority of this year on Zoom <laughs> meetings. <laughs> I spent the majority of my year in zoom meetings and in zoom rooms and so far have managed to listen jason and so far have managed to not expose myself in the middle of a business meeting so he he, so jeffrey tubin cnn analyst is in some big highbrow meeting with the new york times and god knows who else talking about the election and somehow exposes himself during the meeting and tube steak the tube steak and his his explanation is not I got hacked. It's not you know I didn't I I you know something happened. Oh I don't know what they think they saw, but it definitely was not that. 
his his explanation is I didn't know my camera was on. So, so, so basically, yes, what they think they saw is what they saw. I did not realize my camera was on. Can I just say this one thing? And then I, I got to get out of here. I, we all got to get out of here. But but I just I was talking to my butt, one of my buddies who's an attorney also. And he said, man, I feel for Jeff Tubin because I ain't going to lie. I be in meetings with my clients and judges and cases all the time, and I'm butt naked from the waist down. He said, so, so, <laughs> he, he, he said, I be, he said, I be, he said, I be in court Why? butt naked from the waist down, <laughs> arguing cases. Oh, God. oh my God, arguing cases in his briefs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, so Jeff Tubman just he like with like a whole lot of people drink and drive. He got stopped. <laughs> That's what it was. A lot of a lot of y'all got your genitalia out in these meetings. He I got see. caught. Why? Why? I I just assume I'm on camera at all times. I'm in my house. I assume someone's recording me. Act accordingly. Yeah. Yes. You know. I hear you. I well, he well his his this is a lesson for us all then. Yeah. The two. You don't want people to know you like butt play. Keep your fingers out of your butt. <laughs> Wow, I think I think that's a good note to end on. Did you have there anything you go. else, Brian? I, I, no, that's it. Just... I hate to be so specific, but there you Y'all go. Y'all heard there the man. Keep your fingers out your butt. Keep your fingers out your butt. <laughs> that's not your thing. If you're all right with it, then be all right with it in front of everybody. That's right. That's all I got, Brian. You got anything? No, nah, I'm good. I think he I said think he said I had I something, but. I don't even yeah. want to mix it in with that shit y'all just I, I can't compete with that. <laughs> I'll save my thing for next week. <laughs> That's all we got, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>